I'm a god. Well, what if there is no tomorrow? I'm a god. There wasn't one today. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of It's Time to Rewind, a podcast stuck in its own time loop right along with the movies we discuss. In this season, we're taking a look at Groundhog Day, after day, after day, after day, after day. I'm your host, Bubba Wheat, from Flights, Tights, and Movie Nights, and in this episode, we're discussing Phil's 23rd Groundhog Day that starts at 59 minutes and 25 seconds with Sonny and Cher on the clock radio, and ends at 59 minutes and 37 seconds, with Phil smashing the radio with his fist. For the last time here, my guest once again is Heather from the MILFcast. How are you doing today? Bubba, I've got you, Bubba. (laughs) It's nice to be back again. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, it's good to have you back. It's, It's been a fun, you know, series of episodes. I always have a hard time discussing the timeline because this is a monday wednesday friday release but i always think of it as you know the next episode is tomorrow even though it's you know two or three days later well it's eventually going to be tomorrow unless you're it's groundhog day this is true (laughs) this is true this is very true good point i'm not going to punxatani ever anyway by the way guys ever i'm going to always avoid it at all possible costs just in case just in case. Yeah, I don't see myself ever going there either. It's as much as I have, I've done, or I will have done, thirty-six episodes. Well, I think thirty-eight episodes about the movie Groundhog Day. Uh, I think you know once I'm done with it, I'll just stick to watching the movie again every once in a while. But uh, um, I'll be ready to walk away from the Groundhog Day after this is all said and done. <laughs> I can't say I blame you not wanting to actually visit the town. I think you've you've thoroughly done your research and experienced all that there is Groundhog Day. I am curious, though. How many times have you... Uh, I think you asked this in the, the time group. How many times have you actually watched the movie? I, I'm not a huge movie re-watcher. And, you know, like I mentioned before, I don't have a the best memory of my own personal life. I know I've seen it several times, but I would probably estimate just around maybe five or six times. I think that's what most people have said. I, I don't as much now that I'm older. Uh, Mostly, mostly it's a, it's a time factor. I don't, I don't rewatch movies as much as I I used to, but when I was younger and in my early twenties as a teenager, I I would rewatch the crap out of movies. I've probably seen Tremors a hundred, 150 times. I wish I was exaggerating, but I'm not. Uh, And this is one of those movies that I had to sit there and think, I know I've seen a ridiculous amount of time. It was a movie that was on at home a lot. Uh, that we we watched as a family that all all four of us enjoyed, um, but it's also been one of those movies that if it ever pops up and is on TV, I'm always going to give it a stop. It doesn't matter at what point it's in. I've I've always turned it on. If I had to put together how many times I've actually seen it, I would probably say somewhere close to fifteen to twenty. But I probably haven't watched it in the last two years. It was nice to come back and and revisit. 
Now, I honestly can't remember the last time I watched the movie. I, I think it's probably been at, at least five years since I've seen it start to finish. Like, I I did watch a, a whole lot of bits and pieces as I was cutting the film into different days. But I, whenever I was doing that, I never actually did sit down and, and watch it start to finish. And then as I've been recording, I've just been watching the specific days before doing the recordings. I, I was going to wait until after either right before the last episode or right after the last episode recording to go back and, and watch the movie again, start to finish. Oh, that's a great idea. Uh, you might have a newfound appreciation for it. Yeah, it's it's been a, an interesting experience. Like it, it was helpful that I did, you know, at least watch bits and pieces of of uh, later in the movie, so that way, I whenever things popped up earlier on, I could you know notice. Oh yeah, that does uh, come back later in the movie. But it, it's been an interesting experience just sticking with the day at a time. I think it's really cool. I think it's really cool that you did this. And something I've, I've noticed too, that I've, I've enjoyed with um, podcasts more recently is I've noticed that a, I've noticed a lot of people focusing on one movie and kind of breaking them down like this, which is really cool. Um, but I've also noticed a lot of people are doing um, shorter episodes, like doing 15 to 20 minute episodes of, of shows that are just specific little bits or like quick reviews and that kind of thing. And I'm really, in, really enjoying it. Sometimes it's really hard for me to commit to to sitting down for 40 minutes to an hour and a half listening to something. And I do a lot of shower listens. I take my little speaker in the shower with me and we'll catch up on podcasts. And, you know, that that whole entire period for me lasts maybe 15 minutes in there max. I'm, I don't have time to shower. I don't like to shower. I schedule my showers. So, so I get about 15 minutes in there, so it's perfect for, for an episode and a show like this, too. I, I just really like it. I think it's fantastic and cool, and I'm really glad you did it. Yeah, I used to really enjoy the, the longer podcast episodes that, you know, some some shows would go for like an hour and a half to two hours talking about a movie or just having a conversation in general where they would go on multiple various tangents and, and all that stuff, but... Uh, now I I do prefer the the shorter episodes, um, but then I I've kind of gone back a little bit where I I like some of the deeper dives. That, like for me, I listen while I'm at work for the most part because I'm a I'm a tech in an arcade, so a lot of my work is really just me by myself. Like I'm around people, but I'm focused on just doing what I need to do. I finally got like the Bluetooth earbuds so I can just have it in one ear so that way I'm still aware, like people can come talk to me and I'm not like just completely zoned out in, in the world. But I, I've been listening to more podcasts again, which is nice. It's fantastic. I've heard a lot of people say they do that that kind of thing with work. I know my brother does. He's He's always ahead of all the podcasts I listen to by months and will say, hey, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Like, because I want to I give it my attention and I can't do that during the day with, with my job. 
but but that's what he does while he's at work. He keeps one in one ear earbud in and and the other ear open, and he listens to, to podcasts while he works. And I think that's that's fantastic. It's a great way to to pass time, but still be able to do your job efficiently. Yeah, and then you know, getting back to to Groundhog Day and, and today's loop. You know, today Phil gets a uh, he steps up the aggression against uh, the clock and you know, physically smashes it with his fist. And he actually, he does quite a bit of damage just with uh, his fist and punching it. Yes, but I I, I felt satisfied. <laughs> I don't know if you did. I felt satisfied for Phil at this point. Uh, this is this is definitely built up. If, if anything, I'm, I'm kind of surprised we didn't see it being smashed sooner, but this works much better from, from where we, we started with this, this hierarchy of basically him, him starting off in the, the state of depression, you know, however many loops ago where he's finally started to kind of give up. And now this is where things are going to shift again. And this is a really, really great way to transition that we're seeing that he is no longer, if, if the clock does indeed represent that the power of the loop, then he's he's rebelling against it once again. He's no longer accepting his futility, or if in any way, shape, or form, he's trying to to rage rage against the power that's holding him there. Rage, rage against the dying of the batteries in <laughs> <laughs> in the clock radio because it is a cordless radio, which we haven't mentioned before. Well, I don't think we had an opportunity to see it prior to this either that it was it was cordless which is why i was surprised that it that it still was because it is an old clock and i do i I think part of the reason i think you were you were accurate in earlier loops too about the 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 showing that a lot of the stuff was dated in the the hotel that that phil's staying in but there is there's something to be said too for the the clock actually flipping over and watching it flip and switch and know that the the day is starting again it's it's a great little bit of of focus and you even even when the film came out which i think was in what 92 93 93 um you know those we had digitalized clocks by then Hmm. We, we we all had the the glowy the glowy ones that made the horrible beep 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 noise that will traumatize me for the the end of my life um, yeah, that, so, I, I always have that alarm. Always, whenever I hear that specific type of alarm, it always brings my mind back to the the uh, the Tick animated series. Oh, I've wanted to see that because that that's exactly how what's what kicks off that uh, theme song. It's like you have that beep beep beep, and then it goes into duck dwee duck 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 dwee da I never watched it. I've had it recommended to me recently, in fact, that I should go back and check that out. So that's 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 funny. But 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 again, too, going back to, to Groundhog Day here, that's kind of what we 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 see is I and I wonder about now with kids today if if they would even recognize this this old old clock. But I think it's I think it's cool that they they used that. And we go back to a time before where you hear Sonny and Cher too. It's like almost being stuck in another time. Yeah, and, and I do have, uh, like I mentioned, a bit of research that I did about this clock. It is it is a recreation of a Panasonic RC6025 radio alarm clock, and it, it came out in 
the late seventies, I believe seventy six was whenever it first came out. And for most of the close ups, they were prop clocks. And specifically in today's um, scene, during the close up, you can see the fifty nine and the sixty repeated. Like you can kind of see that behind the the zero zero card, you can see the top of the five nine again. And that's because they for the prop clock that they used, it just repeated 5.59 and 6 o'clock over and over again. So that way, because with those style of clocks, in order to set it, like if you wanted to set it from 6 o'clock to 5.59, you would have to spin the dial all the way around for 24 hours. Oh, yeah. What a to bloody <laughs> pain in the, in the tushy. And I also watched a YouTube video that's discussed this style of clock uh, from a channel called Technology Connections. And had, it was interesting because this, even though it feels like a digital clock, it's it's actually much more like an analog clock, like the, the dial, where each of the dials is the, the, there's like a dial for the minutes and a dial for the hour. Yeah. And as it slowly turns, it's eventually flips them and it, and it's like the the dials are on a big rolodex of the numbers and and also in most of the close-ups you don't see there's a secondary catch because those clocks aren't really that accurate on when they would flip and they wouldn't the way that they're set up they wouldn't both flip the hour and the minute at the exact same time just because of the way that they were designed so they had a secondary catch for the uh, hour hand, and so the hour hand would actually flip the first catch about, you know, five minutes before it actually was ready to flip, and then it would get land on the secondary catch, and then that would be released through the 59 minute whenever it flips. It would release the secondary catch, so that way they would both flip at the exact same time. That's kind of cool. And arduous. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, the dial to set the time was also not exactly very accurate. So it would be unlikely that the alarm would go off at exactly 6 o'clock. Well, there were probably supernatural factors in effect <laughs> here. And I think we can agree on at least that. But I think I think it's cool that the, the clock itself um, actually had to go through a 24-hour span with with its its turning which you know kind of gives it a little bit more of a connection to the fact that you're on this this 24-hour time loop as well so that's kind of neat that's really cool um and then you know we talked about how long you thought that phil was stuck in the the groundhog day to this point in the movie but how long do you think he was stuck you know throughout the entire movie through the end I, in my mind, I wanted to say like a full year because I feel like that would, that would make some kind of sense. But I feel like after, after this, this particular scene that things do start to go a little bit faster, but it's after this that he starts to to learn things and, and he has to take a lot of time in in that too. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with, if, if I think at this point he was at about six or seven months and I'm going to say the entirety is probably somewhere near 10. 
10 months. That's so far. That's the shortest guess that anybody's given. So I feel my instinct says to say it's been a full year. Um, but I, if I'm, if I'm trying to actually logistically play out the events and how long they, they, the implications are, I would say, I would say 10, I would say 10 to 12 months would be my, my guess, but it, it has to, it has to be at least, I feel like it has to be a year. Of course, we'll never know. Right. And there's been a lot of, a lot of other people that have done their own estimations based on what he's learned and the, the writer and the director have both said different things as well. So it's not some, and at least the, the director has passed on already, so we'll never get any more information. Yeah, from him. unfortunately. Brilliant guy. And then, you know, the other thing that I ask everybody that I haven't gotten around to you yet is, you know, we see a lot of days that Phil goes through during his time in Groundhog Day, but there's also a lot of days, even in a shorter 10 months, um, based on your guess, that we don't get to see. So what what would be one of his days that, that, you, have, that you would have liked to have seen make it? Well, maybe not even necessarily make it into the movie, but you would have liked to have seen as like a dis- deleted scene or something like that. A deleted scene that has no place in this movie whatsoever and would have had make no sense whatsoever, but would have just been to validate my little fantasy bubble would be Phil and Phil playing golf together and 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 making the the course explode as (laughs) as an ode as an ode to, to Caddyshack. That's it. Very, very simple. And it would make any sense for the movie at all. <laughs> of course not, but that's perfect. But it'll be funny. Well, I think we'll leave this as, at least I think it's a bit shorter of an episode than our previous ones. But unless you had anything else that, that you wanted to mention. I, I think I'm good. I've, I've went on plenty of tangents that were unnecessary, <laughs> so I, could, I can leave it right here. <laughs> All right. Well, it, it's been a real pleasure to have you on. I'm glad that you were able to make it. So for one last time, why don't you go ahead and remind everybody where they can find you online? You can find Kai's and my show, the Manila Fun Podcast. We stream twice a week on, on Twitch. You can find us at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays and Wednesdays. We talk about silly stuff, and sometimes we talk about movies. Last week we talked about Star Wars. It was great. Um, but we, we like to have a good time. And if you don't have time to sit down and watch the show, we, we post all the episodes on, on YouTube afterwards, too. So you can totally pause us in weird, weird face-making moments and screenshot it and send them to us at the milfcast at Gmail. And I'll totally post them on our socials for us if you want to do that. And uh, otherwise, you can find us on socials at MILFCAST on Instagram and Facebook. And as always, I'm Bubba Wheat, and you can find me at FlightsTightsMovieNights.com. You can find me on Twitter at Bubba Wheat, and you can follow the show, It's Time to Rewind, on Anchor.fm, as well as anywhere else you can listen to podcasts. You can join our Facebook group, It's Time to Rewind, a time loop group where you can discuss the shows or anything related to time loops in general. And, you know, I am going to go out and find an alarm alarm clock repair shop so I can go get my uh, alarm clock repaired. 
after Phil has smashed it. <laughs> I'm a god. Well, what if there is no tomorrow? I'm a god. There wasn't one today.